Hello, we are No More Sexist Shit. I'm Beth. I'm Louise. And this is episode 15. We're, we're talking about teenage bounty hunters. So as always, uh, spoiler warning, we will be spoiling the whole content of the whole series. Um, So please go away, watch it if you haven't already. And sorry for the little summer break we had. We've both been very busy. We continue to be busy, but we're powering through and we're getting this episode out. And then hopefully our next episode out quite soon. Yeah. So Teenage Bounty Hunters from Netflix is about two twins from Georgia who smash into a truck well they've stole their dad's car and subsequently have to find money and the way that they want to do that is become bounty hunters <laughs> typical part-time job so we find out how they become bounty hunters the bit quirks of it in modern day and how it's not really like how you would imagine it to be and then eventually spoiler it become bounty hunters yeah yeah. And it's written by the amazing Kathleen Jordan. And it's definitely one of my, my favourite series. I have to put it up there. Yeah, um, I'll come to a bit, a bit more of that later. So let's dive right into the characters. So our first twin is Sterling Wesley, uh, who is played by Maddie Phillips. So Sterling, I would say, is maybe the more kind of extroverted, maybe. Um, she's definitely more bubbly, kind of. Uh, friendlier I would say more approachable uh, she is the fellowship leader so to put it into perspective they go to a Christian run school so it's very religious yeah. and they're in the church and it's a, it's a big deal so she's the fellowship leader but she's not as perfect as everyone thinks she is she has sex with her boyfriend um, which of course in their faith uh they shouldn't be having premarital sex. But as we find out, she's not actually satisfied with the sex she's having with her longtime boyfriend, Luke, I believe his name is. Of um, course, that's one of the reasons that they become bounty hunters is because they borrowed that truck to meet with these the boys. And then when they are driving back, that's when, of course, a crash happens. So that's yeah. like, that first scene is that the whole kind of opening up for all the sides of the life, which is quite good. Yeah, I've got written down here once to have a cinematic moment, and I've put Dash Louise. I can't. I I rewatched this specifically to yeah. talk about this. I can't now remember what that I was talking about, but I think <laughs> at some point Sterling probably said, "Oh, like this is such a cinematic moment," and I thought, "Well, Louise knows all about having those cinematic moments, having." <laughs> looking for reactions from cameras etc <laughs> oh yeah she's a badass which is really cool you don't really expect it from her and then she kind of comes out as a badass uh, she plays it by the book follows the rules which i respect um, and yeah. she's a dangerous driver anytime we see her driving we're like oh that's not great and i'm pretty sure she's the one who crashes into bowser's truck so yeah not, not a great track record with her driving that's that's also just we see us like a perfect image she's created and like we see the cracks and I feel like we see the other twin more and that's like different bits yeah it's definitely like little character things that build up and it's like I think it's well done yeah definitely yeah. in the first kind of half of the series uh, she's in a relationship with Luke 
and she actually kind of manipulates Luke uh, about the whole yeah. sex issue and I don't think I really grasped that the first time I watched it but having watched it back I went this is not a particularly healthy relationship that she's doing um, and you kind of uh, want to you want to be on her side but you actually go this isn't good of you to do any of this so it, it I mean it just shows multiple sides of character and again she's only a teenager you know she's making mistakes she's living life and you learn from them so she's a typical Gen Z <laughs> which I just they both are and I just find it hilarious um that this is pretty much our generation summed up it's quite good in the dialogue it's not like Riverdale no exactly it kind of yeah. It's got a witty sense to it, uh, mm-hmm. which kind of makes it funny for our audience, but also can make it available to other target audiences as well. It's got quite dark humour, which mm. is like our generation's dark yeah. humour. Yeah. Maybe the older generations don't really understand, and that sure. makes the gap gap. And we can kind of see that between obviously Bowser and the girls are like more dark humour. Definitely. Like general humour, and they're like, well, what are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. So she doesn't properly love Luke and doesn't feel she knows herself. So eventually she breaks up with him and he's he's heartbroken and I really feel bad for Luke. You do feel bad for Luke. He, he's <laughs> he is heartbroken. Like he wallows in grief for so long and he's so funny. We we, we can just laugh at his misery the whole way through. He thought they were getting married. I know. Such I know. A shame. Poor Luke. So then Sterling becomes friendly with April, who up until enemy. now we think is her enemy, exactly. And a crush starts to form. Ooh. I didn't see that coming. No. Like at all. Like no. which is strange for me. <laughs> I mean, I could kind of see maybe a friendship coming. Like just yeah, like mending like bonds, heart. yeah, exactly. Yeah. But no, they're going that direction, and I kind of loved it. So she really likes April, and eventually are forming a relationship together, and wants them to come out as a couple. But yeah. April isn't ready, and then ignores Sterling at the sleepover, and it's angsty, and just <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. a typical fanfic. Uh, arc isn't it so that's yeah that was oh heartbreaking for Sterling she's then on the same night she's been heartbroken by April after I mean they do talk it out and it's kind of slightly better but she's kidnapped by Debbie her Uh mum her sister but Sterling being the cunning smart witty person that she is leaves a trail for Blair and Bowser to follow and then at the very end of the season, spoiler warning, she finds out she is the daughter of Debbie's twin. That was like a woof. That was a woof moment also, if I ever saw one. They look they do look identical, but they're the same age as well. So Yeah, well, it's, we think. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, yeah, strange. Yeah, this program also made me forget that non-identical twins were a thing. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> Did you not? No, I had no idea that was a thing. Non-identical twins? Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing. I thought they were just identical. You or know they were ident- like... non-identical twins, Beth? Who? You went to school with them. Oh, no, this is really bad. <laughs> Hold on. 
Uh, I've co- we, we, we've discovered the bottom of that story. We're not going to delve into that on the pod, but I yeah, understand. She does know. Yeah. People that are twins are identical. Yeah. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> Moving on to the next character. Blair Wesley, played by Angela Fellini. Twins. They do look alike. The actresses look alike. Not identical, obviously. No, it's yeah. Identical fan. But yep. you can kind of see the family with everyone's. Yeah. Which is, I always wonder if it's just the actors doing the same mannerisms. Yeah, I think I what I love about they don't necessarily look similar, but yeah. they their chemistry together like you wouldn't have guessed that they weren't yeah. twins. Yep. So she's more rebellious than the sister, sarcastic, more of the like bad sibling. Yeah. Um, not the favourite, but she is actually the favourite as the series goes on. Because it's like a complete opposite, where Blair is on the outside, looks tough and flawed, stalling, we can see that from the inside, so they kind of flip. And even at, like at the end, obviously Blair has mum and dad, or her mum and dad. Yeah. So we see that's like actually... Let's kind of flip flops perceptions of each other, which is interesting. Yeah. Who was your favourite twin? Oh, don't ask me that. <laughs> um, I think I kind of liked Blair. Mm, oh, I don't know. I like them both equally. It's really yeah. hard to pick a favourite. Okay, they're they're both so different. They're both so different. Yeah. She's what? badass, more lazy. Mm-hmm. Like, she just can't be bothered with it. Still yep. smart, still badass, more realistic to the world, more grounded, which makes her a bit about a hunter. Maybe her sister's slightly more academically smart, but she's got more street smarts, which sure. is why they make such a good pair. Definitely. Um, she falls for miles, but she can't tell about the bounty hunting because it's illegal. Also, mm-hmm. it's a really good job to have. So you'd be like, hi, I hadn't done adults. So I'm like in high school. That weird. Oh, well. I would honestly love to be a bounty hunter. This show has made me want to be a bounty hunter. Like, really? it, yeah, it looks so, like so much fun. Okay, cool. And part of her not telling Miles is that she has bounty hunt and going on a date same time, so she keeps switching between like her two personalities, which is quite interesting. Yeah, it reminds me of the Hannah Montana movie uh, where. Miley is having to go on a date but then Hannah Montana is needed at a press conference or, or like a dinner with the mayor or something like that so I was definitely drawing parallels there yeah of course she gets upset because he doesn't tell his family about her because she is quite a they're quite rich and I think yeah. and then she's like I'll meet your family and then they find out that his family's more rich than her and he they actually kind of look down on them what she's like upset about and it's totally. really upsetting for like obviously her parents are like such a big attitude and like outstanding members community so the whole family is like that so for the family not to meet her in the family to kind of say you're not good enough that's really hurtful for her because she does have this tough said but she's told them that she loved him yeah, and that's just that is sad. That plot twist for me was pretty much the same kind of level of shock that I had at the end of the series with the whole twin thing. 
yeah. I, I mean, honestly, like, oh, it was just heart-wrenching. I felt so bad for Blair in that moment. Yeah. Well, they, she's determined to find a twin. As soon as she's mentioned, she's like, I need to get this twin back. Yeah. Spencer, Spencer is. Sterling, not Spencer. What was it? Yeah, Sterling is funny. <laughs> yeah. Sterling is um, far too important. Mm-hmm. And they find her down, and then they find out the truth about her mum's sister. Dun, dun, dun. It's, it's tragic. Tragic. I it really like is. going to put a gap between them, but not that much. Yeah, but I think it's... Have. Yeah. It shouldn't, but it will. What well, now? Because it's well, cancelled. But I know. Yeah. <laughs> we need to go into that later. We need to go into that later. So yeah. moving on to Bowser, played by Kadim Hardison. Uh, apologies if that's not how you say his name. So he seems quite lonely, I guess, a bit of a grumpy man when they first meet him. But they soon get on his nerves and kind of pester him, and he actually begins to feel quite fond for them he likes the girls he gives off grumpy dad vibes it's so wholesome and he knows straight away that they're not bounty hunters yeah. like bowser is a good bounty hunter like he knows what he's doing um yeah. i think a lot of it's just to do with his attitude and i think because he's lonely he doesn't mm-hmm. feel inclined to get as many bounties but if he actually kind of exerted himself and put himself into it he could get a lot of uh, bounties and a lot of money for it so eventually he accepts their help and there's a little of a character development for Bowser as we find out he loves Yolanda um but was in a relationship with her sister which is like spanner in the works (laughs) um and we're always kind of rooting for Bowser and Yolanda to get it together and then the sister appears and it's like ah no just go away yep and he wants independence, but it's actually just loneliness. And the girls actually become his family. And of course, in the end, he helps save Sterling. And yeah, hero dad. He's the dad that we all kind of want as an A Bowser. It's like the older man befriends small child dynamic. Yeah. But the small child is the twins. Yeah. It's great. I love it. I love Bowser. They're, they're bounty hunter children. That's like them journeying into bounty It's so hunters. nice. So nice. Yes. Okay, April Stevens, played by Devin Hills. She gives me vibes of Ned's girlfriend in Spider-Man. I can't remember the name of Yeah, so she gives me like lay vibes. Just like typical better everything vibes. Yeah. She's a mean ghetto. In a not traditional way because she's not like the fashionable because Catholic school is a very different world from the typical American cringy teen movie and the people that are cool are not the ones that are partying like all the other American movies suggest. Um, she's got the leverage over Sterling because she found the condom and she's blackmailing her basically mm-hmm. which is a bit dodgy. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny how they all kind of preach that they're perfect Christians and then they come out in blackmail, yeah. which I'm pretty sure isn't the way of the Lord. Yep. She's got past me for Sterling because Sterling didn't want to hang out with her anymore. Well, I just kissed Sterling. I felt like, oh, that's a shame Sterling dumped up, you know. But also, we grow up. She shouldn't blackmail people. Yeah, it's just your typical kind of primary school middle school, yeah. elementary school kind of drama 
that I suppose we've all kind of been there, done that. Um, but uh, you don't really need to carry shame, on. Though. It is. They would thrive. You really so don't have to like rub it in about her dad. Like obviously they they know her dad's in jail because obviously they were like, there. Yeah. And it's like, oh my god. And then they kind of, they kind of rub it in, but not really. Mm-hmm. They're not sensitive. Nobody's sensitive in this apart from Luke, who's just crying in the corner. <laughs> that's very true. But I suppose in a good way, that, that's a good thing. I mean, there's downsides to it, but we don't... Normally in television, we see female characters being overly sensitive, whereas this is kind of like, well, no, they're not all crying all the time. Yeah. She's still trying to love her dad. She's trying to understand. So she got a really hard time with those happening. Then her dad gets out at the end, which is another cliffhanger that we'll never find out about. Yep. We're not bitter at all. Not at all. This so, was definitely setting up a second season, obviously. Yeah, 100%. But, um, not in the cringy way that some seasons is like, this is the story, this is it finished. Oh, wait, let's add on two minutes of screen time at the end for the next season. This was weaving its way through the whole season. Yeah. Quite a natural continuation. Definitely. It, there's a great uh, progression through the series yeah. of uh, character development, but also plot development, which was, mm-hmm. and I mean, so unlike anything else. Yes. So moving on to the mom slash Debbie, who is played by Virginia Williams. Um, she is very much perfectionist. She wants her children to do mm-hmm. everything by the book. She wants them to live a certain way. Uh, I think she mainly pushes on what she never had onto them and wants them to kind of take advantage of all the stuff that she never received when she was growing up. There's a moment where she threatens the girls with public school and that seems like a horror shock for them, which I thought humour-wise was just hilarious um, because, you know, public school... I mean, we both went to public schools, which I know is slightly different in the States, but... It was just quite funny to hear. We yeah. find out in one of the earlier episodes at the end that there's a photograph in Bowser's bounty office with the, uh, Debbie's face on it with a wanted yeah. reward of something like hundreds of thousands of dollars or something like that. So we're like, immediately Ooh. going, oh, what's what's she done? What is she hiding from? And we find out that she's good at guns, which is surprising because she's so against the girls learn to use guns. Totally. And I think we actually think that's just like typical. She wants her daughters to be ladylike. Yeah. But then we see that she's really good at a gun. I'm like, this is interesting, why it is. And yeah. obviously, when you see the gun, you're like, okay, she is the one that's wanted. Yeah, definitely. You're kind of going, okay, I know exactly where this plot is going. That's it. And then, of course, we find out, actually, no, we didn't have any idea where the plot was going, and there's a plot twist. <laughs> She is quite a strict mum uh, to uh, Sterling and Blair. And I think that's just because she wants them to do well. Uh, but she doesn't always convey that to them. She wants their life to be picture per- picture perfect, sorry. And yeah. provide them with the life she never had, as I said earlier. And then, of course, we find out she has a secret past with uh, her identical twin sister. Ooh. And her sister is quite troubled, I would say. Um, yeah. And I believe Debbie was paying her twin sister uh, to stay away from them and to kind of keep out of trouble. 
But of course, eventually Debbie's sister comes for her reward, if you like. Do we actually know who's on the wanted poster? That's a very good point. And I assumed when we find out Debbie had a sister that it was Debbie's sister. But I'm not entirely sure, actually. That's a very good point. It's like um, a simple favour. I'm not sure if you've seen it. Yeah, I have, yeah. Yeah, and of spoiler for a simple favour. So um, we find out there was another one in that one, and then that's the whole wrapping up of chemical. Also, one's born and one's got burned here, so yeah. they're the same. <laughs> it's the same twins. Same twins, just different states. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. No, but she's also strict when she said spend... Sterling, not Spencer, <laughs> to um, sleep outside. Yeah, that's that a harsh warm, move. It's not like she's... Yeah. It's not Scotland, but it's still really harsh. Yeah, I yeah, I think that's a bit too far, but everyone's parenting is different, I suppose. And then Luke sneaks into the tent. <laughs> I know. That scene is so funny. Right before we got on this call, I was watching the blooper reel. Yeah. And I highly suggest everyone goes and watches that because it was just so funny. And there's a blooper where... Uh, I can't remember what the guy who plays Luke's name is, but he turns over in that tent and accidentally whacks Maddie Phillips in the face. And it's just, it's it's funny content. Go and watch it, guys. Okay, then there is Miles, played by Miles Evans. Yep. Coincidence. <laughs> um, fancies Blair. We see him not in the situation of his family, but, and Blair is worried about... Does he like me? Really likes him. But she obviously thinks about what her family thinks of him, thinking he is not from a welfare background. Yeah. Which is slightly like, a bit like, okay, that was your presumption. Yeah, it was a bit, yeah, presumptuous over. Yeah, and then in the end, she's like, actually, oh no, wait, I'm the one that's not good enough. Because she did, she, she, she was absolutely nothing. She didn't really care about him, which is actually nice as well. Because so it's like you did presume, but you didn't care, which is like totally. Yeah. She's the crazy. It's like a first proper boyfriend, and they like going steady for longer. And of course, we see looks looking stunning relationship and um, Miles and Blair's relationship, and they're just so different. Totally, and being the same at the same time. Yeah, I think there's an openness. Uh, and Miles and Blair's relationship, which there yeah. wasn't really with Sterling and Luke's. Yeah, better relationship. We'll just see if it lasts in our minds. Yeah. So that was done. This this is comedy. Like, do you know how the teacher just dies and there's like the whole funeral comedy? That is so funny. That whole episode is just absolutely hilarious. And Luke joins a band. Yeah, and Blair burns a Bible or something like that. And it's just, oh, I love this show so much. So let's move on to reviews. Okay, so Rotten Tomatoes gave it 94%. Pretty good. I would say that's like pretty high up for a Netflix show. No, that's not Netflix, but kind of this on Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) Here's a quote from The Guardian written by Elizabeth Flux. It's silly yet serious. It's dark and it's light, and it's doing its own thing, both visually and story wise. It has a nice aesthetic. It really does. Right, colours, but not overly saturated. It does give a realistic vibe, plus also kind of, it's like a bit 80s pop, mm-hmm. but like dull in its 
Yeah, it's. Life. I think it pretty much sums up Gen Z. If Gen Z was in our TV show, that this yeah. would be it. And I love the title sequence, like the music and then the animation yeah. as well. Oh, what a tune. Like I could just Tunes. listen to that on repeat. Yeah. So good. So let's move on to our opinions. Louise, what would mm-hmm. you rate it out of stars? Five stars. And what are your thoughts? I'd say four out of five. Mm-hmm. I've watched it one and a half times. And I really like it. The whole plot sticks in my head mm-hmm. instead of episodes. So mm-hmm. the episodes do run on to one another. Yeah. Like most streaming things. Yeah. Which is good. Most things do that nowadays anyway. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I like it. I like the characters. Sad it ended. Mm-hmm. Shows them flawed, which is always nice. And just a general good laugh. Like, yeah. not problematic. Mm-hmm. Good laugh just to sit down, get some representation. And yeah, it was a vibe. What about you, Beth? What's your opinions? I would either give it four and a half stars or five oh. stars. I Oof. watched it uh, quite recently uh, in preparation for this. And at first, before I had watched it, I wasn't sure if it was going to be as good as I had first watched it. But having watched it again, I was like, oh my gosh, I remember why I liked it so much. Yeah. This is really, really good. I love the twin connection in the series where they kind of <laughs> yeah. look into the camera. I thought that was really fun. Um, and it just makes you want to have a twin sister. It does. <laughs> um, a twin relationship like that. Um. I love that it was teenage girls that were bounty hunters. Now, I know yeah. it's technically illegal, but going past <laughs> that, for it to be young girls being bounty hunters, I mean, it was so refreshing to see that. And it's fi- it's very funny while addressing serious coming-of-age themes, which yes. I deeply respect. And I just I can't understand why it was cancelled, apart from the reasons that I'll, we assume a lot of... <laughs> Uh, TV shows nowadays get cancelled because of the LGBTQ representation. Uh, we don't know this for sure, but we sure wish it was it got an, a second season. It's been a tough few months for all the TV shows that we watch. Yes, shout out to the Wilds fandom. I feel your pain deeply. Yeah. Um, um, the Wilds, Gentleman Jack, First Kill. What else? Um, Killing Eve finished. DC Legends. Oh yeah, Bat Batwoman. Bat I'm yeah. not okay with this. Yeah, that's also been cancelled. Yeah, to name a few. Yeah, we we are very disappointed as well as you guys. Um, yeah, don't really know what to say about it. It's just very disappointing. We can only hope that in future TV programs like this, uh, will be continued we'll get picked don't up again don't kill characters off and don't kill characters off exactly to a certain extent i mean can we give <laughs> can we give our listeners a recommendation for something that will most likely get cancelled that we're both watching at the moment and um, i'll give their own yeah there you go a league of their own go watch that for lgbtq uh, <laughs> lgbtq representation wait i'm on the um also not not the british talk show that's also a different tv show called <laughs> we mean a different one yep so definitely if you're missing out on some lgbtq representation go give that a watch or alternatively uh, watch some edits on youtube like i'm doing <laughs> or read some fanfic to keep you going
So, our person of the day. Person of the day today is Maya Hawk. Now, I should probably explain why. Um, most of you may know her from Stranger Things. Uh, I watched an interview, I think, at the time I was making this, uh, when she was on, I believe it was Jimmy Fallon's talk show, and she was talking uh, about uh, Roe v. Wade and everything she said. I just I felt really strongly about what she'd said and agreed with her, and she spoke really well, so I was like, this seems like an awesome person. Let's research her. So here we go. She is a huge Harry Potter fan for uh, Potterheads out there. I think Louise and I are both Potterheads. (laughs) Um, She would like to direct in the future, which I'm sure she'll be able to do. She donated some of her merchandise sales to the Food Bank of New York City during the pandemic, which is a pretty pretty awesome thing to do. She's dyslexic, but that just made her persevere more into acting and into storytelling. She has two albums as a singer, and the second one is coming out in September this year, so pretty soon. She played Joe March in BBC's 2017 version of Little Women, which I have watched and can recommend. Uh, she, she does a great job. And she is joining the MCU animated series Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Interesting person. She really is. So thank you, my Hawk. You're awesome. I love you in Stranger Things and uh, Little Women. Awesome, awesome dude. Khalil. So, thanks for listening. Next time, we will be podcasting about Thor, Love and Thunder. Um, I never thought of a movie. If you've not seen it, you should see it. It's good. Hopefully you come back. That's what yeah. Just please come back. Please come back. <laughs> thank you. Thanks, Bye. guys. Bye.